Welcome to the Football Fan Show podcast for this week. My guest is Callum Brown and we are chatting about a new manager at Brighton, whether Gareth Southgate is right about Trent Alexander-Arnold, maybe Slabhead not being in the England team, you know, Harry Maguire, as well as rounding up all the other business, including a new television deal for Scottish football. Without further ado, let's get into it. Gareth. Oh, Gareth. Arise, Sir Gareth. God. In his dreams. Um, Gareth Southgate has made a number of questionable uh, decisions, including not including Trent in his team, Alexander-Arnold. But um, what was his criticism of Trent? That he's he's good on the front. He's good at attacking, but he's not good defensively. It it basically said like his all-round game. So he's basically calling out his defensive side. But Which the thing was is, not great on display today, so it's not... Yeah, no, hang on, but the thing is, though, is that... He, he, right, Gareth Southgate plays a three at the back or a five at the back. So a right wing back is there to be up and down. Trent gets up and down. Okay, yeah, he's, he, the thing is, right, he's not... As I said, people say, oh, his defensive work is not great, but he's not asked to defend on a regular basis. Hmm. As I said to you before... He's not asked. He's asked to get up up the pitch because that's where his strengths lie in his attacking side. Mm. Because he's so good at his attacking side, and he's so good there. People, because because his defense side is not as good. It, people call it out. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm sorry, but they're all they're all jealous. Like, and I'm sorry if I was Trent, I'd be retiring until a New England manager comes along. Well, somebody should, did, should be now. I can't remember who who it was, but somebody actually did say he should just retire from international. Yeah, it was um, it was on Talksport, I think. Yes. Um, um, who was it? Was it? Uh, I I can't remember who it was, but um, you know was what? If I, no. Genuinely, if I was Trent, I would look at um, obviously. England born and bred, but I'd, I'd be looking through my ancestors to try and go, well, I can play yeah. for this country. I think, and then I'm take that sure... to Gareth Southgate and say, this is the ultimatum. I'm if pretty we... sure he's, I'm pretty sure Trent has, I don't know if it's is it American, I think. US ancestry, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure so. So he could play for the US. Um, if he could play for another country, then I, I think he could, he could have it. He, Cause he's only made 17 appearances. For and he should, he should well England. be able to. Um, I'm, I'm not, and this is not saying like the other right backs for England. So this is like one of the most like best, well stocked positions that England have got. But the fact that he's not even in the squad, and then when asked about it, he's not saying, "Oh, he's all round game." Like he's actively, publicly criticizing him and comparing him to another right back. And Kane Trippier, okay, he's a good player, but he's, he's nowhere near as good as Trent. So how the hell? I mean, why would why would anyone? Why would I trust anything that Gareth Southgate says about, about mm. a football player? What does he know about football players? Because he played professional football, he's, he's shit and he's, he's jealous of Trent because he, he never reached his level at all in, in his in his playing career. And I, I, knows, I wouldn't say he's he, jealous. Okay, maybe not, he's not jealous, but he, he knows nothing about football. He, still he plays knows defensive player. football and that's it. Yeah, well, that's it. He wants to play a way that doesn't suit Trent. Yeah, and you, exactly. but it doesn't, it doesn't suit. I don't think it suits most of those players, because most of them play in a attacking style for their club. Trent, um, Bellingham, Kane, um, you know, Foden, Saka, um, Grealish. Yeah, Sterling. They all play attacking football. Football. Yeah. He just, he just wants to sit back and not concede. 
mm. when he's got a wealth of talent available to him and he is wasting this generation of, fo- of football players. Mm. And, he, and the thing is, like as I said, he gets paid £6 million a year for a part-time job. He's nowhere near good enough. The only reason why he got the job is because the FA wants a yes-man. That's why they won't get anyone who might you know, say no to them, like a Mourinho um, or someone like that. Um... Um, anyone else who's anyone else who's better, right? But he does, but the thing is, is that Gareth Southgate has his favourites. He always he, he's, he's a liar. Well, look at Harry Maguire. He has his favourites, and he says he, he keeps coming out and saying, "Oh, I pick based on form and that." No, he doesn't. But if he just done that for Trent, I'd understand it. But he still picks Maguire, yeah. who has literally been benched for his club. I mean, look at Luke his performance Shaw. against Germany. He he was an yeah. asset to the German team. Yeah. Luke Shaw, who's been, who's been benched by his team, still plays. Um, who else? Just that, that example. But he doesn't, he doesn't like. He even doesn't like. He doesn't like some players. Doesn't like Trent. Doesn't like um, Bellingham. Um, players with a little bit of cockiness about them, you know. Yeah. Doesn't he? Doesn't like them. But he doesn't. He doesn't want to play. He, he, what, he, what he wants, right? Good managers find ways of play that suits their players, mm. right, and lets them play they want to play, right? What he wants to do is force them to play the way he wants them to play. Mm. And it's not working. And they're it bang isn't. average and they're awful. For as good of a team, as good players they are, as most of them players are, they're bang average as a mm. collective. Like, the only people... You know what? It's it's, it's so meme-worthy that people only liked them during the World Cup because... Uh, he, saw, he wore the, 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 the jackets, the suit jacket. And people saw us going by in suit jackets because of it. And he's a mm. nice guy. What? And he's, he's, a, he's a twat. And, and, and Trent will be, is, is one of the better, more talented England players in the past 10 years. And he is wasting them. So I would implore Trent to retire and not be asked about it. To be honest. He's wasting, he's wasting his time. He's getting... Because of, because of Gareth Selkirk's non-inclusion, Trent is getting disrespected way over the top. By the media and by, as I said to you before, England fans. I mean, they're bad enough anyway. But fans of England from like lower league clubs who like you know they come on, they, they love all the England players, right? But then when a player doesn't get picked anymore, like Trent, they're all on on the back about him. Oh, he's shit. Oh, he can't do this. Can't do that. I think, and it's just it's not I think necessary. Before, before the game, everyone was begging for Trent to play. No, I'm not. I'm not saying people didn't want to play. What I'm saying is that the non-inclusion of him uh, and the the public public criticism mm. of him by Southgate forces the media, and then by the media doing it, it makes everyone else, all the neutral fans, jump on Trent's back unnecessarily. I'll be the first to say Trent has been awful this season, but he is still one of the best right backs in the world. Mm. One of the best young players. I mean, he's still 23 years old. He's won everything. Better than vast majority of of, of of other right backs that England have got, right? And that's not me saying that Reece James isn't good. That's not me saying Kieran Trippier or you know Carl Walker or, or you know was he anyone else, any other right back they pick is not good. But he deserves to be in the squad at least as an option. Hmm. Um, so, uh, let's talk about Slabbed. God, okay. Um, God's gift to footballing comedy. Uh, just. <sighs> I, you How know what? I could, this I, guy I shouldn't with, be in the team. I, I could deal with I could deal without the comedy if I didn't have to see his face at all. I mean, let, let well he he 
gave away a goal against Germany with an awful pass and then a shit tackle yeah. to recover. Yeah. Um, why is Tamori of AC Milan not in the this England because Gareth Southgate doesn't like him. He's a play. He is a player that should turn around to Gareth Southgate and say, "You either pick me, or he's got his choice of country because yeah. he could honestly, go play for for Canada honestly, where he yeah. was born, or he's of yeah. Nigerian yeah. ancestry, so I, he could either play for Canada yeah. or Nigeria." I, you know what I was thinking? Thing I was like, "Where's he from?" I was thinking, "I know he's Nigerian," but then I also remember I fo- I follow and I watch a, a Canadian streamer, FIFA streamer on Twitch. And he says, Tamori, come, you know, come play for Canada. Canada. Please. Can you imagine, like, Tamori and, who is it, Alfonso, Alfonso Davis? Davis oh, uh, Jonathan Davis. Like, they've got some good I, players, Canada. I, I would give anything to see Alfonso Davis in the, in, the, in the Premier League. I don't care who he plays for. I just want oh, to see yeah. him in the Premier League. He's yeah. just spectacular. Spectacular player. Um, but, yeah, I just... You don't have to be a good manager to win the World Cup. You don't even have to be a good coach. You can just ride it on luck. And the you thing to, about the thing is Gareth... you have to score goals. You have to score goals. You, you can't don't... park the bus and win the World Cup. I think you can. No. I think you can. I think no, his no. tactics work in tournaments. Which is right, why if, right, but it's based on luck. He'd reached two because, finals. Yeah, but the only reason why we beat we sorry one only, final in, right, one in those two in those two in those two. Um, World Cup semi-final run and Euros final run. The only good team played against was Germany. That's the only one where you can look at them and say, you know what, fair play. The rest yeah. of them were all shit teams. They were kind of easy runs, but still. We've, we've got, like, the, the win percentage against the top 15 the world teams is is like 25%. Shit. It's not good enough. And yeah, he's, and yeah, people go, oh, but he's done great for us. Look at those runs he's done. Played and negative. Like, we scraped through. We had, we had easy run-throughs, except for Jeremy, like I said. And we scraped through. I'm sorry, but for the, the talent that we've got, scraping through against shit teams, we, like tournament after tournament, it's not good enough anymore. It's not good enough. Um, you need to, the, the best teams, right? You look at the best teams in the world now, right? Who are they? Uh, France, France, Brazil. I wouldn't say Brazil. No, Brazil I'd say Brazil. Mm. France, uh Spain, uh, Portugal, Spain, you know, Argentina. Um, but they, what, what's what's in common with all of them? They all attack. They all score goals. Mm. You know, and the managers let them play to the best of their strengths. England have got comparable comparable squads to your maybe not France, but to your Brazil and your Spain, your Portugal, right? But they're nowhere near, we're nowhere near as good as them because the manager's awful. And he doesn't. He, he can't think of good tactics that lets that gets the best out of our attacking players. Like I'm sorry, you, you play three at the back, then with two holding like with two holding mids basically in a sense, um, and you, you have like three attackers, and all you do with the defenders is run. You, you pass to the side, run up a bit, turn round, pass backwards and sideways. That's all they do. Yeah, it's um, So England are playing Iran, the USA, and then Wales. At yeah. the World Cup. He was all three. <laughs> well, if he does, then he'll be executed, won't he, Gareth Southgate? Um, I do find it hilarious. I, I mean, we've, we've reacted comically to when he was linked with the Manchester United job. Um, yeah. Hey, even Ollie, talking about Manchester United, even Ollie would do a better job than at the England job than Buzzy Gareth Southgate. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, well, maybe not. I don't know. No, at he... least he try and win. You play football to win. Yeah. See, your manager sets your team up to win. 
right? Yes, defence is important as part of winning, but you, you have to score goals. Yes, right? but I I never want to hear my manager uh, of England going, well, you know, Rashi and the lads. Rashi. Yeah, Rashi and the well, lads. Yeah, yeah no, know, of course. Trenty and the lads. You no, know, we, God, we tried no, to push Trenty forward yeah. today. Yeah. Um, oh, or double well. A. We tried to push double obviously, A forward today. Oh, God. Obviously, I don't want Ollie as bloody manager, but I'm just saying he's he's better manager than bloody Gareth Southgate. You know, Ramsey Dale. Ramsey. Go, in goal, you know. R- Ramsdale Dale. <laughs> Ramsdale Dale. Emma Dale. <laughs> in goal. <laughs> God. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. But Whoa, it's just, Ram- it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. We just gonna, we just gonna, we just gonna sing Ramsdale on top of Black Betty. There, by <laughs> I was, I was about to go. Oh, Ramsdale, bam, a lamb. <laughs> For some yeah. reason, tune that song. <laughs> great song, great song. Uh, yeah, so, um, well, uh, a lot of articles have been written about Double A, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, the England admission by Gareth Southgate risks wasting a world-class talent from uh, Adam Bate of uh, Sky. Uh, so he's seemingly agreeing with you there that uh, it's just a waste of a world-class talent. I I'm, think... not asked, I'm, I'm not asked if Trent goes to work up or not. You like, want him to be I, fit for I, the I rest want, of the season. I want him to be fit. I want him to have the rest. I, want him to, I think he know. will go to the to the World Cup. But, but I he should know. be. I think he for himself. The thing is, unfortunately, what I hate it is that Europe and the world view international performances quite highly. Mm. So if you're not being picked for your country and you're of a certain level, you don't get viewed on very highly. So I don't want Trent's sort of global reputation being besmirched yeah, and in, in, yeah. insignificant little little cum stain as Gareth <laughs> Southgate. Um, I would love to see Tamori in that in that squad as well. And uh, actually, to be fair, I'd like to see he Tammy, deserves Abraham. To be. Tammy Abraham's he deserves in that to be. squad as well. Yeah, right. He deserves Tamori deserves to be along with Joe Gomez. I'm sorry, two of the two of the first names on on the yeah. uh, England's England's uh, centre back. Um, I do think when Stones is fit, I think he. I I don't think Harry Maguire makes that squad at all. But um, the fact that they Maguire and Cozy shit players, man. Yes, yeah, awful. Cody and, and Maguire should not be there. Shit players. Not I mean, enough. even Steven Gerrard doesn't like Mings, and he ma- has to manage him. Um, you could just tell Steven Gerrard just doesn't rate Mings, and he has to play him every week because he's yeah. all he's got. Um, insert Darren Farley joke. Yeah, got a group of Mings. I know that's a bit harsh, but, you know, um, they're not the best-looking people. Um so that's Gareth Southgate done and dusted. Um, what were you going to say earlier? He was um, overrated or something. I can't remember. You were going to have a rant earlier, and I. I think you. I said. Oh no! It was, it was, I think I've already made the point this time. Cause I was going to say like, oh, the the English FA only won a yes man. Yes, uh, uh, which I completely concur. Which is why uh, the greatest manager that ever lived, Brian Clough, never became England manager because um, he would have told them how to run the game. Uh, so. I don't know if you want to join me. I'm just going to do a rendition of Queen's Another One Bites of Dust, if you don't mind. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Another one bites of dust. I'm talking about Watford, uh, who have sacked another manager. <laughs> 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 dun, 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 dun. 
another one bites dust. Former Watford. <laughs> Watford have sacked another manager. Oh, God. How many is that now? Um, about 500. Um, Jesus Christ. It was, the, it, was, it was this one now who's gone. Rob Edwards, former Forest Green manager, had 11 games as manager. Oh, I thought, I thought he was, like, you know, up and coming, like, you know, highly Oh, rated. God, no. No, his no, career is completely not good, fucked. Not good enough. Not good um, enough. What I loved is because I work in Gloucestershire for yeah. BBC Local Radio, Radio Gloucestershire, they had Dale Vince on, who owns Forest Green, and his his words, if I summarise his words, they were kind of like uh, Mortal Kombat fatality level of insult, because mm-hmm. he just goes, bless him, he tried. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was no, excellent. The reason he'll be like that is because he he done it he done the deal to go for Watford like during the season, like behind Forest Green's back, isn't it? Yes, yes. He, he um yeah, it was not good, and uh, they've just lost their director of football as well to Portsmouth, and uh, they're not happy about it. Uh, but yeah, Rob Edwards just took eleven games. Can't wait for him to pop up in League One, League. Two. Oh, well, no, it'd be League Two, won't it? He'll be popping yeah. up in League Two or the National League. Uh, very soon, maybe if another club gets bought out by some film stars, maybe he'll end up as the head coach there. But beyond that, I don't see him back in football anytime soon. Uh, Slavin Bilic is the new Watford boss, and I think he said something akin to, you know, they don't hire head coaches to sack them. <laughs> so, <laughs> Watford though, I think you'd make the exception. They do. They're like, yeah. I reckon they 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 meet, and uh, I reckon the discussions at Watford for appointing a new head coach were. So who are we going to appoint and then sack in six months? Yeah, like, I bet you were thinking, like, who's not going to be asked if we sack them because they, they're used to it? Slavin Bilic. Yeah. He's not, going to, he's not going to be asked, is he? Because he just knows it's going to happen eventually. You know that soon. You know the spinning wheel that they used to use on, like, uh, The Price is Right? And yeah. Yeah, it's it's that. They use that. It's, it's just it's, the Pozzo uh, family managers. just going boom. You've got, you got, you got Big Sam, Slavin Bilic, uh... All Roy the Hodgson usual again. <laughs> no, no, all the usual managers who, wrote, who go round a lot, you know. Where uh, Sean Dyche, even though he's Sean a former uh, Watford manager, um, yeah. it'll be all, all the of them, ones. and it'll um, just be whoever it lands on. Dean Smith, um, all lot of them, and it's like mm, let's let's pick from these managers who we, we've probably had before three or four times, but we'll have them again just because, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just, uh, just weird. Just weird. What a way to run a football club. Although I say that, Salford City do exactly the same. They're the lower league Watford. They they sack managers left, right and centre. Despite, you know, one of their shareholders, Gary Neville, saying he likes to give he'd like to see managers be given time. Ollie at the wheel was given plenty of time. Shame you didn't give time to Richie Wellens. Or anybody like that. You sack managers left, right and centre at Salford. Um what's that? What what what's that? Hypocrite? Oh, God. Um, oh, Gary Neville could never be that. Uh, <laughs> uh, happy retirement to Fabian Delph, the former England. This is any other business now, so we'll have a chat. Is he retired, does he? Fabian yes. Delph? Fabian Delph has retired. Uh, former England international retire, uh, retires from football aged 32. And this was announced midweek. The former Everton, Aston Villa, Man City and Leeds midfielder uh, 204 uh, Premier League appearances for Everton, City and Aston Villa after starting his career in the Championship with Leeds and won 20 international caps and he was a part of the 2018 World Cup squad in Russia uh, where he made three appearances coming off the bench in the quarterfinal win over Sweden and 
yeah, just uh, always sad when a when a player at thirty two is kind of a very young age to retire from. Clearly, he wasn't getting uh, opportunity. Maybe he wasn't getting work, or maybe the contract offers weren't there. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Maybe he just had enough of the game and wanted to move on. Um, I expect. I suspect Fabian Delph will end up in a Joining... media job. Uh, well, yeah, I was going to say. I reckon maybe, he'll end up on television. Maybe going to, and joining Delhi, his former teammate Delhi Ali at Besiktas. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. But I think he'll probably end up on like Football Focus or something like that. Um, I, I, I see. I see the somebody making a play for him to put him on television. Um, also, in any other business, we we kind of covered this. Hull sacked their manager uh, before their game against Luton, and subsequently lost the game. Uh, they were taken over in the middle uh, towards the end of uh, last season. Uh, Shota Alverde uh, was the manager. He's spent just eight months in charge of the club, sacked. And I, I think the only memory I have is them losing to Bradford City in the League Cup. That's about it. Um, yeah, so it is It is what it is. Uh, staying with any other business, uh, Huddersfield Town have got a new manager, Mark Fodringham. He's new head coach there. Derby County have taken Rotherham United's manager. Uh, Paul Werner uh, is the new head coach with immediate effect. And Mark Noble returns to his childhood club uh, as the sporting director, West Ham United. Uh, Mark Noble, I, I don't understand the difference between a sporting director and a director of football. I think I suppose the sporting director focuses on every aspect of the club, whereas the director yeah. of football just, I suppose, looks after the first team. Probably, probably, yeah. But well, I don't, what I don't get is how 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 is Mark Noble qualified. remotely qualified <laughs> yes. to to do that position? Is it just because he's been there all his career? Is that is that what it is? Just oh, he's a he's a local lad and he he loves the club. Therefore, we'll, we'll give we'll give we'll hand the reins of like all our football operations to him. Yeah. Um, like has he has he done has he done any kind of qualifications at all? Yeah. Um, uh, no, no, <laughs> no idea. Like I understand, given former players like positions in the club after retirement, whether it's coaching or something in the background. Like was he, Ian Rush is still an ambassador for us, you know, and stuff like that. Um, mm. That's fine because he just goes and promotes the club around the world, you know. Um, and they'll play in like the Legends games and things like that, um, which is fine. But you wouldn't give, you wouldn't put Ian, like Ian Rush or a former player as like, oh, director of football, or like you know, someone high up because it's like, well, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. Hmm. They should play yeah, for the club. Exactly. Not, they yeah. just, they just go, oh, here you go, here you go. Um, you know, because you could, because then if you give one player who was a good player a position like that, you could then any player could come along, a former player come along and say, oh, well, I'd say a position. Some crap person who like you's barely played for you at all. Well, see, for us, it'd be like Andre Voronin or something like that. Shit that he was. Barini, Barini. That that oh, name Barini. comes to mind for some reason. Fabio Barini. Yeah, Fabio Barini. Yeah, I go Aspas. Yeah. Shit players like that. Yeah. Rian Brewster. Um. Rian Brewster. I tell you what, you know, when, when he was with us, and every time he played, I was like, you know what, I actually held her. 
until the end, I actually had hope that he'd turn out. And every time he played, he was just shit. There was just nothing. But you know what? You know, with young players, like you know, they're not gonna unless they're like generation talent, they're not gonna hit the ground running, right? They're not gonna score in the first match. But like every time he played, he just looked like just awful. He's joined a long list of great players like Ravel Morrison, Saido Berahino, um, to have had a a good five minutes and then completely wasted the rest of their careers. Um, So, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully things improve. When we we sold him, I think we sold him for... And then twenty million, I think, to Sheffield yeah. United, and then and then I think we had like a buyback clause um, after three <laughs> years for like thirty six million or something. And I'm like, oh, you know, if it's I remember thinking, oh, if, if he starts playing well, you know, we might might use that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think you were wrong on that front. Um, and in financial news, because I know everybody loves financial news, uh, the economy shit, and the prime minister's an idiot. But that's not the financial news. Uh, uh, Manchester yeah. United have announced a net loss of £115.5 million, even though their revenues rose by 18% to £583 million. Now, the reason I bring this up is because uh, Gary Neville's always berating American ownership of, of football clubs. Really, he just means the Glazers. I mean, there are... Yeah. There are clubs run by Americans that are actually are decent clubs, yeah. well-run clubs. It's just Manchester United aren't. And the yeah. thing that that and one of the reasons that I I make this, they lost two million pounds per week last season. <laughs> That's Manchester United. But the thing is, those greedy bastards, the Glazers, still, still talk, took dividends out of the yeah, club, even though it made a loss. High, records high dividends out the club. Yeah, we've run this club very poorly. But we still need yeah, that that's, money. That's it. We bought the money on debt. The debt has now risen to like 1.5 billion or something. Instead of actually paying it off and actually getting rid of the debt, we're actually going to still make as much money as we can and take our fair share of it out. Absolutely, and the even when the club, even when the club, even when the club is operating like it's, it's literally losing money. Right, yeah. they're still they taking took their out, money. They yeah. took 33.6 Embarrassing. million pounds out Embarrassing. of the club. Yeah. Um, that's because it, Manchester United to them has always been a piggy bank. Yeah, that's, it's just it's just their it's just their cow, and they're gonna milk it until someone is stupid enough to cough up like something ridiculous, like six billion or something. Absolutely. Um, which, to be honest, if you if you've got the money, I don't think Manchester United is a bad investment. No, uh, it's not. It's, you're, so you'll make loads of money from it if you yeah. run it right. If you run it right, I mean, the stadium needs a bit of an upgrade, as do oh, as does the, the training the, the, ground. The, the, yeah, the training ground needs upgrading. And the stadium needs an upgrading. The, the stadium yeah. needs an upgrade. The stadium, well, the stadium is need. Well, it, to be honest, Old Trafford needs to be demolished. I don't think it needs to be demolished. It's need of major work. But the thing is, by the time by the time you the amount of money you got to spend upgrading it, you may as well just knock it down and build a new one. Uh, n- 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 no, I wouldn't do that. And uh, uh, the reason for why is because would Barcelona uh, knock down the new camp? No, they'd renovate it. Uh, uh, Real Madrid knocking down the Bernabeu? No, they're renovating it. You have to renovate oh, it. Hang it's on. Like, Ra- Real would Madrid, Liverpool? Real Madrid. No, Real Madrid are what they're doing is they're spreading the cost of renovating the stadium over like twenty-five years. That's what they're doing. That's called solid business plan. Or they're saying yeah. that. Solid business plan is not how I would describe Spanish football at the moment. No, no definitely not. <laughs> not. Not El Spotify. El Spotify. Oh, 
there. Oh in, in, yes, in the oh yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I I call it by the incorrect name, the New Camp or the Camp New. It's actually the El Spotify. Yes, uh, Stadio El Spotify. Um, <laughs> Spotify El Stadio. Um, <laughs> Stadio El Guns and Roses. <laughs> That's a better name. That's a better name. Better than Wonga.com Stadium. Hi, Blackpool. Um, <laughs> Wonga.com. Hi, Blackpool. <laughs> oh, I remember when they were in the Premier League. Um, yeah, and Charlie Adam played for them and he, uh, yeah, Charlie, we bought he, from them. Yeah. I mean, uh, no offence. Actually, you know you said about an uglier man than, than Diego Costa? No, no, no Char- Charlie Adam has that Scottish charm about him. Hang on, he's got all the Scottish charm of a drug mule. I'd, oh, shut up. I'd, the thing is, I'd go for a pint with 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 Charlie Adam, and you'd, you'd have a boss night with Diego Costa. You'd you'd like be scared that he was gonna like, I don't know, like trying to sexually attack you. Allegedly, um, I would say, oh yeah, okay, whatever. Let's move on from this before we get sued. Uh, no, I can imagine. And and you can probably see him for any like Middle East Scot- like Scottish fella. You could go and have a you could imagine going and have a glass of whiskey with them and just go you know just enjoying you know you know. No 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 no. Charlie Adam looks like the guy who kiss you at the end of the night, and that kiss is a Glasgow cl- kiss, aka oh. a headbutt. Fuck <laughs> off! Shut up! Shut up! Um, right. Yeah, Diego Costa's actually really trying kiss you. <laughs> You know what, Charlie Adam, Charlie, Charlie Adam brings up a great point because Scotland, they've got a, a new TV deal. Um, so, uh, hey, who'd win the fight, Charlie Adam or Diego Costa? I don't want to speculate, but if they what? are going to do it, replace Tyson Fury versus AJ um, because that's not happening. Uh, yeah. Sky yeah, Sports so. box office. The fight of the century, Charlie Adam versus Diego Coster. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. It's you know what you know you said that then just remind me of um B- BT Sport, you know, WWE on BT Sport. WWE <laughs> on BT Sport. Wait, we're live you in can, Car- Cardiff. <laughs> we're live in Cardiff where you can watch the greatest fight of them all for the WWE championship as Charlie Adam. Versus Diego Costa Coffee. Oh wait, he's got nothing to do with that. Uh, okay, all right. Diego Costa. Are we sure he doesn't have anything to do with Diego Starbucks? <laughs> do you reckon he should just get sponsored and change his last name from Costa to Starbucks if 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 a com- coffee company wants to sponsor him? Um, yeah. He's got so be the funniest thing ever if he did. Diego Starbucks. He'd probably do it for the memes. <laughs> oh, Diego Starbucks. Right, yes, uh, the SPFL have got a new broadcasting deal uh, worth £150 million. Pounds. It makes the... Pre- like, that's chump change compared to, like, the billions they spend on the Premier League. Yeah. Jesus. Well, who gives a crap about Scottish football? I mean... Presumably Scottish people, but but that's it. I mean, I wouldn't say Celtic and Rangers fans I mean, care about. Could Scottish you imagine? Football. Could you they imagine care about so, each other? That's about it, right? You know, you know the way uh, you know the fans around the world they get up at like they'll get up sometimes early, early. Mm. Oh, they're still late to watch football match in the Premier League, right? Can you imagine someone in Tokyo, some random like teenage girl, for example? You know, 
getting up in morning because Kilmarnock are playing at 3 o'clock in the morning. Kilmarnock versus Inverness Caledonian Thistle live on ESPN. I know what. I don't even think the American person saying that the, the, the commentator could even announce um, Hamilton, you know, uh, Hamilton yeah, Academical. Yeah, Caledonian Thistle, you know, they couldn't even say that. Versus Cow. 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 How, how do I say this? Cow. 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 Cow and Beef. Cow, cow and beef. Cow and Cows beef. Are, oh yeah, queen, queen, queen of the south. <laughs> against cow the, and beef. Stren rear. Stren rear versus Celtic. <laughs> Stren rear. Actually, it's it's pronounced Stren raw. That's what yeah. I said. Stren rear. And it's cow and beef, not cow and beef. Cow, cow and beef. No, it's cow and beef. Um. Or they couldn't even, you know what? And they, I bet, I bet, yeah, they couldn't even announce uh, the word um, Edinburgh. 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 Middlesbrough. 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 Berwick Rangers. Berwick Rangers. <laughs> Instead of Berwick. Um, hey, have you uh, heard? Have you heard? Have you seen on YouTube like people trying to American people and like trying to pronounce English? Yes, Town, reading. Oh, it's just... Reading instead of instead of reading. <laughs> oh, I no, know how that one's they'll, pronounced. They'll reading. They always say Worcester. Worcester. Worcestershire. Actually, to be fair, I know English people that can't say Worcestershire. Or Worcester. Worcester, yeah. Worcestershire. And, 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 and uh, Leicester. Le- Le- Leicester. Lancashire. <laughs> um, Lancaster. Um, <laughs> repeat after me. Clanvayeth Puthwingeth Gagirinth when Dravis Lantis Ilio Gogokoch. Clan Lanvayeth Go Go Go. Okay, great. Fantastic. Nailed um, it. <laughs> great American. Um, and, uh, to be fair, there are people in Wales that can't say that. That yeah. that town name, um, except me because I got bored one day. Yes, the Sky have signed a new TV deal worth 150 million pounds with Scottish football. And so apparently the target is they're trying to get 50 million pound per club, which is when when each club gets like 116 million pounds a season in the Premier League. How much do they get in the Championship? That's what I want to know. Is the Scottish Premiership now better? Now worth more money than than the championship, than the EFL championship. I still think it's pretty damn close because uh, they've got to share it, haven't they? So, what is the the? How much do EFL clubs, championship clubs get? It doesn't actually say, but I I assume it's around the same same amount of money. Around fifty million, but do you think Scottish football is worth fifty million pound a season to every club? Fifteen. Fifty. Five zero. Oh, fi- so every club gets every club gets fifty million if they're in the Premiership. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Really? I would have no. thought. I would have thought if they had done it like a 
Spanish football used to do it and just sold the TV rights individually. The majority of the money would have gone to Celtic and Rangers. Because let's face it, oh, they're yeah, the only like, two clubs that, yeah. give, that anyone yeah, gives like a shit the, about. The vast majority would have gone to them too because they're the only decent, you know, half decent by these teams in the league. Um, mm. well, that's the same for most leagues, though, isn't it? You have, you know, you've got your one and two, you one or two, you know, highest ones. Um, and then you get your others that aren't as much, but even like the lower end ones in the Premier League get more than some top clubs in other leagues. Mm. Uh, so apparently the um, Rangers are very much were opposed to this All right. uh, deal. Um, so yeah, Rangers and Livingston delayed the proposal Why? because they, they were unhappy. Uh, they felt, and this is a direct article from the Scotsman, Rangers actually proposed four alternatives, four possible alternatives to Sky Sports. Um, so, thirty million. So, essentially, it's a long-term deal. It's about a four-year to five-year extension to their current agreement, and it leaves. It adds. I think they're allowed to broadcast forty-ish games, and it takes it to sixty matches per season which includes the lower leagues in Scotland as well, and the women's league as well, of course. But Rangers, uh, they recognise the strength of their partnership with Sky Sports. They wanted the league to consider other options instead of just going, right, okay, great, fantastic, we'll, we'll sign that. Um, and as we've seen... Which you can understand. You can understand, but as we've seen in other leagues where... You know, they were so Rangers were saying, well, why not? Why don't we just go back to BT Sport and say, well, this is what Sky is offering us because Scottish football used to be jointly broadcast on Sky and BT, and now it's only just on Sky. It's been only just Sky for a couple of years. And with BT um, joining uh, Discovery, the Discovery Group, uh, which own Eurosport, I I assume they're going to have a bigger budget for this. And then you've got um, like DAZONE, DAZONE, you know, that weird one. Um, that broadcast boxing, a lot of boxing as a streamer. Amazon, I think they're being very, they were, I think they were being very ambitious and over, I think Rangers, the problem here was they were overestimating the value of Scottish football because I don't think Amazon would have given them the amount of money that Sky has paid them. Hmm. So they've gone from 48 games to 60 games a season and it looks, okay for Scottish football but what we've what we've seen in other leagues is the leagues essentially leverage their television money so we've seen it with um, Ligue 1 now in in France uh, where a capital group like CVC Capital Partners for instance I'm not saying they're the ones that work with Ligue 1 but they offered a deal to La Liga where they were like we'll buy 10% of your rights fees for the next so and so many years we take that and uh, we'll we'll invest up front this amount of money, and of course Barcelona and, and Real Madrid um, were opposed to that. But what this deal has been described as, and there's a brilliant podcast about this called the the Price of Football, oh. and they've described this as the payday loan of football, where these in these are essentially American investment firms go, well we'll give you this much money up front, say. 50 million pounds so that's however much money per club but we get 10% of your future te- television rights earnings so if they increase 
we've made a profit on our investment. That's essentially what they're doing. Uh, that is how it works. Yeah. And it's it's the payday loan of football. Obviously, the Premier League will never need that. Syria, Ligon, Bundesliga, La Liga have all considered it. I don't like it. I don't know about you, but I find it completely dodgy. Yeah. It's, it's a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, apparently, Lewandowski's put Barcelona in the lead in the, in their match tonight. Uh, um, against Mallorca. Mallorca. They are away nice. at Real Mallorca. Um, so That's now that we've, we've discussed Scottish football, we're nearing the end of the programme. We might have enough time to do the certain story, certain story that I don't really want to. Um, back in any other business then. I like this story. West Bromwich Albion. Uh, their women's team are going to switch from white shorts to navy shorts due to um, concerns over uh, periods, essentially. Uh, what, do, you, do you think they're going to start running and you're going to see blood on the inside of the shorts, are you? Well, well, genuinely, that was the concern of the women's players. And they have now changed... Oh, the women, the players themselves are concerned yes, about it? Yes, the players themselves have asked for the change. Well, the thing and is, the though... Is... has uh, listened to them and yeah. they've changed it from white shorts to, to, to navy blue. I understand, right? But the thing is, is that even on navy shorts, if an accident happens and you know blood starts coming down, you're still going to be able to see it. I think it's less visible on. It is less colors. visible, of course. It's less visible, but you're still going to be able to see it. Well, if they, if I mean, if they're okay with that, I mean, yeah, they, it, this know. is something that the players wanted, and yeah. the club has has listened to the players. And has changed the the short colour to to navy blue, which I'm you know a big proponent of and big big supporter. Right? I just yeah, like it. Yeah. I like the idea of it. Right, I suppose we're about to talk about this Oxford United of new. Do we owners. have to? I mean, it would, no, we don't have to. We could just move on. Oxford United have got new owners. There you go. They're going to bankrupt them. Great, um, <laughs> fantastic stuff. Uh, right, that's it. Oxford United have gone bankrupt, and that's the football fan show for today. So we, uh, I suppose better. They they've bought it. They've got an Indonesian investor who's just bought a 51% stake in the club called uh, Anindaya, I'm butchering this, sorry, Bakri. Anindaya Bakri, that's what I'm going to go for. Um, They've bought 51%. And uh, hopefully, if you're an Oxford United fan, um, (laughs) that they'll pump money into the club and you should be able to get into the National League. You want to know what makes Swindon Town better than Oxford United? We've never played in the conference. They have. Uh, we've also never been relegated to the conference. Hang on, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. But the thing is, you could all say, have Swindon ever played in the Premier League? Yes, we have. And have Oxford ever played in the Premier League? Never. Um, okay, well, the thing is, right, is that you're, you're just so, you're proving just, my point. So we're is, right, we're, a, we're a bigger here? club, better you're club. You're just comparing. You're just you're saying, well, I love Swindon on my club, and I also hate Oxford then, but therefore I'm just going to compare them too, and you're going to ignore every other club. Right? There's loads of things that loads of other clubs have done that are so-called worse than Swindon, that, but I've done more than, done better than Swindon in the past. Have um, Have they ever won the League Cup? Have, have Oxford United ever won the League Cup? I, that, that's actually a genuine question. Hey, I you just, no you just don't like them. Uh, they actually, like them. Oh, fuck, they actually have. Yeah. Um, 85, 86, <laughs> fuck them. 
Fuck Oxford. Um, they drew one all with uh, Charlton Athletic, another club I really don't like. Uh, thanks for stealing our manager and our players, you bastards. Finally, Brighton, new manager. Don't know much about him. He's the former Shakhtar manager. Looking yeah. good. Looking good today. What, what are you? What are you expecting from Brighton now? Do you expect this new manager back to continue, or I mean, they're fourth in the Premier League. Relegation. Really? Is this just based on today's frustrating yeah. performance, even though they looked absolutely fantastic today? To be fair, I'd say, yeah, first half looked great because we look shit. Second half, they looked bang average. Second half, we just didn't put them away and they got one good attack because our defence fell asleep and they scored an equaliser. So I, I want them to be relegated. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. Nothing else is acceptable other than relegation. Um, yeah, Self-destruction. Self-destruction. Utter capitulation yeah. from uh, Brighton and Hoa. I mean, somehow, I don't think that's going to happen. I didn't even get the, the guy's name. What's, what was his name? Re- Roberto Deserbi. Deserb- right. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. I was watching. I watched the match day on a, a, a BN Sports English channel. Right. Oh, yes, with okay. Keys and Gray. Right. The co-commentator of that match, I don't know what his name was, but I think he's Scottish. Right, It wasn't Ali McCoy or anything like that. Um, but he was a twat. Right? <laughs> he was, and I may mumble off by saying this, he was, I swear to God, I'm 100% seriousness, sponsored by Brighton. Because <laughs> he was... Today's commentary team he, is sponsored by Brighton. No, he was... And like, Manchester United. No, no, on, no, honestly, no, 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 right? Because he was, he was jacking off when he was like, you could hear him talking about Brighton, and shouting with exuberance and excitement and passion, and he was just like, like full on, like, on, like honor us for how bad we've been, how great Brighton are. And I, I had to mute them. I had to mute them. I thought I can't. It's this guy because he is just full on up Brighton's ass. I'm, I'm oh, no, that's not right, that. I'm like I get it when I mean you know you know me I take I I don't like Steve McManaman because he doesn't like us I don't like um the main guy for Beast Sport you know uh, Darren um whatever his name is Darren Fletcher just, yeah Darren Fletcher because I don't think I don't think they like Liverpool at all whenever they come but they they both commentate on match all the time but this guy today I swear he was either a Brighton fan or he had some kind of thing going on with them because he could not get enough he was like salivating with them and he, I said he was literally masturbating himself to death thinking about them and I thought no that's not right that you meant you're meant to be impartial even if you have a slight leaning towards one team or another you are meant to be neutral when you're a commentator that's not good enough in my opinion I think, I think if you off. are if you if you're broadcasting for a national broadcaster yes if you're working on local radio you can be as biased as you like yeah but that's local radio I'm not talking about yeah. local radio am yeah, I yeah, no. No, 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 no. I'm talking about being sports I mean, although it was the English the English being sports English right but being sports are the, sort of the whole Middle East the whole the Middle East aren't they They're Qatar yes yeah so it's like you know it's national well the international in some cases TV um, mm. and this guy this guy was, was full on buddy Brighton's arse um, and there's about, it was about from the 70th minute onwards. I thought, no, I've had enough. This guy's pissing me off too much now. Mute. Um, uh, well, there you go. You, you muted being sport. Yeah. Of course, if you are going to watch football, don't pay for it. Um, yeah, 2020. 
Uh, also, a bit of news um, before we look ahead to the uh, fixtures and the Champions League. By the way, there is not... I don't think there's a week th- in this month where there's there isn't a, a yeah. Premier League or Champions League match yeah, because we're right. in the... We're in the rush to the World Cup, and obviously, yes. you've got to I know we've, finish I know those we've Champions got nine League matches. We've yeah, got nine so... matches. We've got three Champions League matches and, and six Premier League matches. Jesus, because we're in the build-up to the World Cup now, so yeah. which kicks off next month. Jesus, it's it's yeah. the first of October. Fifty um, days. Yeah, fifty days until the World Cup, until we get to see England capitulate. Um, the it's speaking of international football, the Confederation of African Football is uh, to reopen the bidding process for the 2025 African Cup of Nations after stripping uh, Guinea of the right to host the competition with Morocco yeah. among the nations set to apply. This seems to happen all the time in African football where they're like, OK, you can host it. No, we don't want you to host it. We're going to give it to them instead. There must be a reason. I think they'd like to play past the parcel. Um, so, yes, yeah. the 2025 Nations Cup allocated uh, to Guinea will not take place there because uh, uh, they're not the ready. Civil war. They're not ready, apparently. Um, yeah, because yeah, I think there was there was actually like civil war, I think. Not, well, not civil war, but there was there was rebel fighting against the government, yes. I think, recently. Not recently, but like in the, last, in the past like you know, six months to a year. Uh, the military junta, which is never a good sen- uh, a good collection of words to say, was committed to hosting the 2025 finals and reassured uh, that uh, they would release funds to be able to build the uh, um, infrastructure to be able to host host it. But CAF have now said, nope, we're taking it back and we're going to run the bidding process all over again. Uh, I reckon they should return it into a reality TV show. Huh. Like the voice, you have the the executives sat on a chair with their backs turned to the bidding party, uh, and then they yeah. press a button, and it's like, turns out it's Guinea that they wanted it all along. And it's like, you guys, you shouldn't be here bidding for this competition. <laughs> Go on, scram, you, you silly billets. <laughs> and that was this week's edition of the Football Fan Show podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in back again next week with another edition where we'll be talking all things football presumably about Bruno Lage being sacked by Wolves which of course we didn't cover because we recorded this uh, the day before and maybe Middlesbrough sacking Chris Wonder as well that's just an idea <laughs> let's hope nothing else breaks in the week hey we'll see you uh, next week and if you can leave us a positive review on whatever podcast platform you're on thank you very much uh, I've been Danny Harrington my guest once again I think I'm proud this has been the we will see you next time.